You're listening to the Molly's Place Podcast. Welcome to the Molly's Place Podcast. Tonight, Dave's still out, but I've brought in a ringer, all the way from South Korea, my good friend, the G-Ranger. Tonight, Steve and I are going to be stepping back in time to that golden era of television, the 70s. Come along for the ride. Maybe you'll learn something. Hey guys, welcome to the Mully's Place Podcast. I am your host, Mully. And tonight, I, my partner Dave is, uh, well, he's back from his vacation, but he's not ready to podcast yet. He just got in uh, the day before yesterday, actually. And uh, he arrived in the city at 1230 and he had to be at work at 2. So, uh, yeah, he's he's uh, pretty much out of it. I guess he's jet lagged up one side, down in the other. So uh, we probably won't see him for a week, maybe two. I don't expect him to be next. I don't expect him to be back next week. Uh, but tonight, um, I brought in one of the people that found me right in the beginning of my existence here on YouTube, and we've been uh, pretty good friends ever since. And ladies and gentlemen, all the way from South Korea, the man himself, the Chi Ranger. Hello, hello, greetings and salutations, my excellent friend. Greetings and salutations. How are you tonight, Steve? Tonight, I am actually doing pretty well. It's been a very productive day. Let me uh, raise my glass to you, sir. Cheers. Awesome. May you have an excellent podcast and an excellent evening. And thank you so much for uh, asking me to be on this evening. Yeah, it's kind of a last minute. I uh, uh, I contacted Steve this afternoon, actually. And I said, Steve, you know, I saw that you're doing something this weekend. Uh, what's on your plate for tonight? And he's like, well, that was actually last weekend. <laughs> so, but that, I saw that on Facebook that you were going to some mud festival or something. Yeah. So here in Korea for about the past 17 years, the, down the, the sleepy town of Poyang near Taejeon, there's an annual mud festival. And it's typically touted as the foreigner festival. And mm. it's pretty much analogous to a weekend of debauchery, analogous to an American spring break, except with mud. And nice. they really pitch it as the foreigner place to go. And we went last weekend just to kind of check it out in case this is our last year in Korea. And, you know, it was not bad. We didn't want to get down and dirty in the mud, but we saw some nice fireworks, some beautiful acrobatics from the Black Eagles, the Korean version of the Blue Angels or the, the Thunderbirds, and mm -hmm. spent some time with some great friends, had great food. So it was it was enjoyable from that point of view. Nice. Now, were the participants of this mud festival, were they mainly foreigners or were there Koreans and... Well, that's what it, it's actually funny, because oh, if you talk to foreigners who have not been to the Mud Festival, the overall, I guess, impression is that it's nothing but foreigners. But while we were there, I would say 80 percent plus were Koreans, and only okay. 10 to 15 percent were foreigners. And then, yeah, it's it's a numbers game. I mean, in Korea, there's only 2 percent foreign foreign population to begin with. So it, statistically it's it's not going to be a, a foreign heavy event sure now with the with the mud were, were there were there like hot korean babes and bikinis mud wrestling actually uh there were several people wearing bikinis and pretty much everybody was in the mud wrestling oh, okay 
Nice. And that was one. That was one of my biggest gripes is that this mineral, this mud is not exactly clean. There's a lot of minerals in it. There's a lot of fecal bacterial in it. Ooh. And so you're rolling around in it, and a lot of times they're team events. So mm-hmm. the losing team then gets showered with the mud. And uh, I, I personally think there's insufficient first aid on site, yeah. uh, given some of the skin irritations that have taken place over the years and if it gets in the face and so forth. Sure, 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 sure. Now, may I ask where the fecal matter comes from? Well, from small organisms. The the mud is actually trucked in from the flats just outside of town, so basically a big estuary. So you have small animals going through there, crabs, whatnot, so... Yay. Sounds like fun. Just what I want. Fecal matter. Yeah. Just what you always want. Now, now I the one thing that stuck out to me, and I, and I don't know why, you know, two plus two didn't equal four for me on that, but I saw the picture that you posted, and you were wearing a white shirt. Hmm. One, of the, one of the pictures that you were wearing, and I was thinking, why in the hell is he wearing a white shirt at a mud festival? Why not? It's going to get dirty no matter what color you wear. You had, you know, sunk down in the mud at all. No, at at that point, we we hadn't. In fact, we were going to go and finally participate in some of the mud stuff. But as we were actually entering into the mud zone area, (laughs) the mud zone. And if you listen to Wednesday's podcast, uh, you hear me tell about a story of a young lady who had got so much mud in her eye, it filled up her orbital sockets. And basically all you saw was gray for eyes and it took maybe 20, 30 minutes to irrigate it out. That pretty much, you know, canceled any desire that we had to go in there. Yeah. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I've been uh, what what is I've been I've seen in the news recently. Like I think it's in the states, like kids swimming in lakes getting like some brain eating disease or brain oh, eating, yeah. uh, virus or virus that goes in through, or some goes some in through the nose. That goes in there. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't want anything like that. Not and rolling, good. rolling around in the mud seems like something like that would ha- would happen. But you know, I grew up in Kentucky, so I've you know I've rolled in the mud before. Well, and, and I grew up in Texas, and, and we played in the dirt and did all that kind of fun stuff as well. Yeah, I wonder if we had fecal matter. Oh, I'm sure you did. I'm sure we did. Yeah, we had cows on our property, cows and horses. All right, well, we've got a nice little group in here. Kurt's out there tonight. Hi, Kurt. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and Dry Gen, Jambo P26, NinjaRoo88, Melmo Jenkins, and Jell Zorro. All right, mm-hmm. so we—anyway, Steve— um, why don't you uh, go ahead and give yourself a little shout out on where people can find you here on the web? Tell sure. Us well, about my your f- podcast and everything before we get into this. Sure. Well, my friends, uh, for many years I was here on YouTube as the Chi Ranger and had uh, you know, a lot of fun doing that. But as of I would say a few months ago, I started putting more focus into building my podcast. So over at AsianNewsWeekly.net, I actually currently produce two shows. Monday and Wednesday, we have Asia Now, which features stories and conversations taking place in the Asia-Pacific region. And then on Fridays, I release a digest of the weekly news, hence Asian News Weekly. Nice. Now, Steve, uh, I remember at one point in time, you were uh, being sponsored by the Korean government to make travel videos. Is that uh, is that finished? 
Oh yeah, I, I ended that relationship probably close to two years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been keeping up. <laughs> no, I mean it was it was a fun thing to do for a few years, but I wanted to do some different things, and I basically said that I, I, I want to do some videos in a different direction and focus on more things that aren't necessarily in line with the product that, that you have. Right. And so, well, nice. Well, you, and you made a lot of really good videos back then, real high quality uh, things to see in Korea. I think my favorite one, uh, what, what the hell was it? It was like some, I don't think it was a theme. Was it a theme park? Well, there's. I did do one on Everland. I think I did two on Everland, the big theme park that's analogous to Disneyland here in in the Seoul area in Yongin. I want to say that you were like on some kind of a push car on a railway, or oh, the rail bikes. Were yeah, that's it. That's what it was. Bicycling along the old abandoned tracks in Samchok. Yeah, anybody, uh, if if you uh, have time to go over to Steve's channel over there on YouTube, check that out. What's the title of that, Steve? Do you know offhand? Uh, it's like like riding the rails of right riding the ocean rail bikes of Samchuk or something along those lines. Yeah, that's that's an adventure. That was a really that was a really good video. I like that. And then the one where you uh you were out in the place where the the water disappears. Oh, the Jindo, yeah, that was really cool. So we go down to Jindo. Unfortunately, that's also where the ferry sunk in April. But every uh, May, June-ish, the the tide rolls away, and this land bridge appears between Jindo and and Mokdo, and it's actually really cool to see that occur. Right, 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 right. Very neat, very neat. All right, Steve. Well, tonight um, I I thought we would – Talk about some of the things that uh, we we grew up with. Sounds like a plan. Welcome to the 70s, baby. Oh, yeah. We need, need a little a, need a disco drop or something. <laughs> we can even we can even uh, drop back into the 60s and 50s because you were, you, you know, Steve contacted me. He says, are we only in the 70s or only this? That's right, because a lot of stuff I, I, I was watching in the 70s growing up were in syndication and they came oh, out sure. in, the, in the 50s and 60s. Sure, you know one of the one of the shows that I and I guess I'll get it rolling. One of the shows that I really really enjoyed watching when I was a kid was uh, uh, Wanted Dead or Alive with Steve McQueen. Now, see, I know Wanted Dead or Alive, but I never watched that. Okay. And along the same lines, I never watched The Rifleman either. Now, I remember, I remember the opening sequence, like No Tomorrow. Sure. But I never watched that. I did watch Big Valley. Mm-hmm. And watch Bonanza. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now let's see. Never, never. Was that Bonanza? That's Bonanza. Okay. Yeah. Uh, was it a uh, Big Hoss, Little Joe? That was yeah. uh, Michael Landon, right? Michael Landon. Michael Landon and Lauren Green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Lauren Green and I share a birthday. Oh wow! I think. I think he was on that list of people. Anyway, um, what what other shows did you enjoy when you were a kid, Steve? I enjoyed uh, quite many. So do we want to focus on one particular genre? No, don't go go to town with it. Um, I would say probably one of the shows that I really, really enjoyed, really, really enjoyed was McLeod. 
<laughs> Dennis Weaver. Dennis Weaver, man. I, I loved that show. I just, you know, the, if, if, if you haven't watched McCloud, it was just a fun show. Fish out of water. New Mexico. Marshall. Was he a Marshall? Yeah, yeah he was, was a Marshall. Marshall. Yeah. New yeah. Mexico Marshall then sent to New York and he always found a way to ride his horse through the. That's right. That, I was just going to say that opening, that opening theme when he would come riding his horse up like Fifth Avenue, mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, sure. Wearing his, uh, wearing that outfit. Stetson, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I love that show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well, so if we're gonna s- sort of in the cowboy range. Uh, so we've got the Wanted, Dead or Alive, Rifleman, Bonanza, McLeod, the modern day cowboy cop. <laughs> uh, what other, what other? cowboy shows were there wild wild west wild wild west uh, you know i don't think i really watched that one that was brilliant one of the things that i really loved about wild wild west was so you had the opening sequence which was all animated and whatnot but what mm-hmm. i thought was really cool is that when they went to commercial break they do a freeze frame and then mm-hmm. they would replace one of the stained glass comic panels from the end of the thing and you know, it would progress throughout the show. And I right. thought that was a very cool effect for that time. Nice. Guys, I got to tell you, people watching this, I got I got to get rid of this hat. It is so <laughs> hot in here. I've got the AC down, turned down to 20 degrees centigrade. And I can, it, I'm not surprised if you can hear it blowing because I got it on the, on the highest thing. It is not cooling down in here. Jesus. God, it's hot. Oh. Okay, well, you know, uh, I think one of my – I can remember when I was a little kid, I would uh, be going to my grandmother's house, and you'd get the weekly doses of the Lawrence Welk show. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Carol Burnett. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you would uh, polish the – and well, we'd watch the Dean Martin roasts when, the, when, when those were on, and uh, you would finish the night off with The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Those really were those. Go those are the big copy. Well, I never really watched the Johnny Carson show, the Tonight Show, until <gasps> later. Okay, later. but not certainly not in the seventies. <laughs> certainly not in the seventies. Um, but speaking of comedy shows, mm-hmm. Laughing, Laughing, sure. You know, by that time it was still in, you know, I guess only in syndication as half-hour shows, but still such a brilliant show. Sure, were the were the Smothers Brothers on that? They may have appeared once or twice, but I do remember the Smothers Brothers, Donnie and Marie, uh, mm-hmm. Sonny and Cher, all the variety shows. Uh, well, then we had the Sonny and Donna Shore, too, right? Yeah. Was it Donna Shore show? Dinah Shore, yeah. Dinah Shore, yeah. Dinah Shore, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but wasn't Dinah Shore like a – wasn't that like a Tonight Show type? I I don't remember. That wasn't one. I mean, I remember. I mean, Donnie Marie. I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. I remember that right. stuff. I remember when that the, the one week they decided to, to switch things up and and then you know he decided to do the country and she decided to do the rock and roll bit. Uh, living on the know, edge. Living on the edge. All of a sudden, Marty Croft shows on Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah, I think if I remember correctly, the Dinah Shore show. Was similar to the Tonight Show, one of those uh, where the host is interviewing people, and I think at that time there, well, there was the Tonight Show and Dinah yeah, Shore, Merv, and Mike Merv. Douglas, Merv Griffin, Douglas, yeah, uh, Phil Donahue, uh, Cavett, yeah, Dick Cavett. Oh my God, 
It's amazing. I remember all these. Now, I don't know if you've got any notes written down there. I don't, I don't have anything here. I just... I, well, I, all I did was I made a list of shows, and it's quite an extensive list of, of stuff I watched when I was a kid. I was like, and then, you know, even as we're talking, I'm thinking of additional shows. <laughs> well, what do you got? What do you got written down over there? So many. Um, and I apologize, people listening to this. There's absolutely no order whatsoever here. Okay, well, let's talk about this. Well, let's talk about um, let's let's hit cop shows. Okay, so, cop shows. Cop shows. Manics. So, what? Manix. Manix. I never watched Manix. Okay. Now I and then I you know I I remember like Barnaby Jones. I remember mm-hmm. uh, Streets of San Francisco. Yeah. Um, but the 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 two cop shows that I probably the three, I, I'll be honest, three cop shows I watched the most. Number one, Kojak. Okay. Number two, Chips. Okay. Number three, Adam 12. Really? Yeah, those are the three that, that really stick out in my mind. Okay. From, from okay, like well, the 1970s. What about this one? See, see if you recognize this voice. Hello. No. You don't remember that? No. Fred, Fred from Beretta? Hello. I never watched Beretta. Oh, my God. Okay. Now, I, 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 I can recognize <laughs> – I can pick out the theme song really quick. Oh, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> but, but I never watched Beretta. Uh, I guess Hawaii Five-0 in the 70s as well. I used to watch that. Yeah. Uh, Police yeah. Woman yeah. with uh, – oh, I'm sorry? Uh, Police Woman. Police Woman with uh, – uh, SWAT. Uh, um, Angie Dickinson. Angie Dickinson. Angie Dickinson, yeah. Right. Uh, SWAT. Oh, SWAT. Vegas. Vegas was a good one as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those aren't even on the list. (laughs) Yeah. You know, when I was uh, when I was probably eight, nine years old, my friends and I would always play SWAT in the backyard. So did we. So did we. I I even had the 45. Nice. 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 I, I think we use sticks. Oh no, we went we went to the five and dime and actually got M sixteens. <laughs> you know, my grandma would buy me cap guns every year, you know, but they were six shooters. Ah. There you go and buy those rolls of caps and Yeah. I remember those. I always liked the ones I didn't like the rolls so much because they would get stuck inside. I like when they switched to the actual daisy wheel. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a whole lot easier. Yep, 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 yep. And do you do you remember those uh poppets? Yeah, the little throw white down. things look like yeah. little spermies, and they yep. fill rocks throw them on down. Them. Yeah, throw them down, they pop. Poppets. Poppets. Gosh, that brings back a lot of memories. Yes, it does. Now, what about on the uh, the thirty minute shows? You mean like the sitcoms and stuff? Sitcom, sure. Like, uh, I, I, well, I mean, we are. I mean, we before we got on, you know, Jeffersons, uh, different strokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh, it's. I guess soap was more in the '80s, but certainly that. Soap? No, soap was '70s. Soap was '70s. Okay, I remember sure, soap. Sure. Remember soap. Um, reruns of Bewitched and I Dream of Jeannie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Green Acres, Andy Griffith, Mayberry mm-hmm. RFD, Gomer Pyle, Gilligan's Island, Brady mm-hmm. Bunch, all those shows. Nice. Now, for me, it was All in the Family. That I think I think that was my biggest one. Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son, yeah. Yeah. Chico and the Man. Chico and the Man. Alice. Alice. Oh yeah. Loved Alice. 
I'm trying to think what else. Half hour con. One day at a time. One day. At, oh yeah, one day at a time. That was a great show. Yeah, Valerie Bertinelli. I've actually I've actually talked to her on the phone. You sly dog. Yes, twice actually. Um, and tons of mail messages. That's how I that's how I got the the uh, backstage invitation for the Van Halen tour when they were here. Oh, very cool. Through her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, we watched I mean had a, had a great thing. I mean, I even remember, you know, Love Boat and Fantasy Island back in the 70s. The plane, the plane. Absolutely. Remember Hee Haw? Of course. God, that was oh, so yeah. Uh, and stars and agony on me. God. If it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck <laughs> at all. <laughs> Such a good show. Such a good show. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the Hee Haw girls, those were... They were probably the uh, the first excitement for a young man, you know, coming up in his early teens in the, you know, early 80s. You know, he, the Hee Haw Girls and Benny Hill. Oh, Benny Hill. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> I remember staying up late and watching those at like 1 o'clock in the morning, whatever they came on. Mm. Now, one thing I wanted to ask you, Steve, about some of these old TV shows. I don't know. I don't know how often you actually get to watch some of these old shows mm-hmm. do you ever pull pull any of them up on the net i do and in fact one of the shows that i don't want to say it's really stood the test of time but given how it was made and the mm-hmm. way it was made it still does pretty well and it, it, i think to this day is probably one of my favorite television shows of all time mm-hmm. uh, is emergency Emergency, sure, sure. And I, I, you know, from I think what 1971, 1977, ran a fairly long time. It was really probably one of my favorite shows to watch. And it's, I want to say at least the, I think the entire run is on Netflix. Mm. And I, before I came to Korea, I think I watched like seasons one through five, and I've watched a few seasons since I've been here as well. Yeah, see, I pull up old TV shows up. I pull old TV shows up all the time. And um, I've actually got DVD box sets of, like, the first three or four seasons of All in the Family. I've got, like, a couple seasons of uh, uh, Sanford and Son. I've got I got almost the entire Hee Haw collection downstairs. On oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but one thing that I noticed, especially watching All in the Family – on the Family was a type of show that dealt with a lot of the issues going on during the day, right? Mm-hmm. During that during that time period. And I was really surprised just watching some of those old episodes that nothing's really changed. No, unfortunately, a, a lot hasn't. Some of the players have changed and some of the way we look at things have been redressed, but they're still the same problem. Yeah. Yeah, it was just amazing, like... You hear Archie talking about something, you know, abortion or or homelessness or whatever, right? And the arguments that he's making about anything, you could turn on the news today and hear the exact same thing. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. I mean, that, I think that was one of the, the nice things like uh, about Star Trek is mm-hmm. that it was one of the first dramas to really take on social social issues in that format. As well, yeah. and he had all in the family do it in the comedic sense. I mean, you, you look at the, the stir that 
when Sammy Davis Jr. appeared on All in the Family. Mm-hmm. Do that little shtick and to do the kiss. Um, you know, you know that, that, that is such a non-issue, but it caused such a huge uproar. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, and and of course, some of the stuff that he said, there's no way you would ever get. You know, there's no way that All in the Family could be on TV today. No, no. I, I don't even think it, it's reruns. Probably don't even go anymore, do they? Uh, they they used to like run it on like Nick at Night. I want to say, mm-hmm. I want to say something along those lines. And I have to, I have to give in in the comment section here. Um, <laughs> Pete H, BJ and the Bear and Sheriff Lobo. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah. See, yeah. my 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 comments are not updating. The last uh, thing I have is from Kurt. It says it's Molly and Steve. Oh no, we got a few other. Uh, people in here here late from uh, Legit Outlaw, and let's see, uh, someone I missed it. Someone said I'm too young for this show. Oh, Wikipedia, I'm too young for this show. Wikipedia, uh, Wiki Bear, yay! Ricardo is here. Hello, The Fugitive. Ah, oh, The Fugitive. That was a good show. Nice. Right, along the same lines of uh, Mission Impossible. Okay, um, okay, here we go. Yeah, now I'm seeing this. Okay, gotcha. BJ and the Bear. Growing Pains. I didn't really watch that one. That was that was more in the eighties, though. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Hogan's Heroes. Oh yeah, that was great. I loved Hogan's Heroes. I seen nothing. Nothing. Hogan. Yeah, but you know, even Hogan's Heroes, a lot of the stuff that they talked about. You know, granted, a lot of that was about the war, but some of the issues that they covered. You know, it's the same old thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, God, TV was just fantastic back then. I mean, even like the campy stuff, like Batman. Sure, 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 sure. With his with his shark spray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no the the reason I the reason it 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 kind of surprised me so much to see a lot of the issues of today being played out back in the early seventies is it kind of makes me wonder maybe the world hasn't changed as much as we think it has. Oh, no, it hasn't. Absolutely, it hasn't. Meaning, well, what I mean by that, like, with the Internet the way it is, we get our news instantly. So we know exactly what's going on as soon as it happens. And we're getting access to people that we never would have had access to before. You know, trolls and all the idiot stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm... I'm kind of thinking, other than the internet and those people having more of a voice, I don't think it's changed all that much. No, I mean the the, the issues are are still there, and I think overall we've become a more passive society. And gosh, um, I, I just see fewer people really willing to take a chance or willing to stand up for what they believe. Mm-hmm. I think that's why things haven't moved forward as, as much as they could have been in the past 40 years. Mm. But, you know, I think that breaking point's coming. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, think it, I think it really started when we, when we saw the Occupy movement yeah. launch a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, Ray Renard is saying, curious how old you two were when Bruce Lee was at his prime. Um, I remember when I was little, Bruce Lee got really famous in Japan, and his face was everywhere. Dads would take their sons to the barber and say, Bruce Lee, 
So most, so almost everyone in the classroom had the same hairstyle. <laughs> now wow. Bruce Lee died in '73, if I'm not mistaken. So I would have been five when he died. I would have been two. Huh? I would have been two. Are you? Huh? I'm only seventy-one. I'm three years older than you. Yeah. I thought we were the same age. We're close, close enough. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I would have been five in 1973. But with that said, by the time I got into junior high school, that was the late 70s, early 80s when I was into junior high school. And you had that whole kung fu Chinese movie mm-hmm. boom that was going on, right? You couldn't turn on a TV on Saturday night without the Every Saturday. Every, the Saturday matinee, Chinese those, movie flick. Without those horribly dubbed movies, oh. right? And, uh, of course, every kid in school wanted to be Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan. Yep. You know? And I remember one guy that I went, one guy that I went to junior high school with, he was really into the whole karate thing. And, uh, I mean, he, he carried the nunchaku with him, and he had throwing stars and you'd go down to his house and you have all these stuff. You had the gi and the pad, you know, the, oh, wow. the shin pads and the knee pads and the elbow pad. You know, he, well, I mean, he, he took karate. Um, but you know, he had all the Kung Fu magazines and it was just always, oh, you know, you'd look through there and, Oh yeah, I need, I need a, I need a three section staff. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and what pray tell do you want to do with that? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I went through that whole stage too. Yeah, it was fun. Very, See, I never fun. did that. I, I always stuck to the guns. Got to play with the guns. I mean, we really got into the whole SWAT thing in our in our neighborhood. We all had big M16s and other rifles you could buy at the five and dime. You know, you wouldn't even be able to buy that stuff today and, and oh. not have it as, as realistic as we had it back then. But we even had grenades and we had carry around walkie talkies and stuff. And we took, I mean, we took those war games serious. Yeah, oh yeah, sure, sure. I, yeah, I, we did the same thing. Now, Steve, what's the um, what do you think? Well, uh, well, I mean, obviously, you know, mass shootings and stuff like that, but. Why is it kids don't have it the way we had it? I feel sorry for the kids today. Well, I mean, I think it really comes down to that that people unfortunately bought into some kind of really weird psychobabble. And I I you know, you you look at oh we need to do timeouts, oh we need to you know, everyone needs to be a winner. Every, you know, we, we, we can't fail and, and move on because it'll hurt their, hurt their self-esteem. I, I just think we, you coddle people too much these mm-hmm. days. And we certainly don't hold people accountable as, as much as I would say I was when I was younger. Sure. The wussification of America, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, and and I think it, you know, a lot of that comes down to the gun control thing too. You know, you got a lot of people. Now, I'm not I'm not really for or against guns. I I really don't care about the issue because it doesn't affect me. I live in a society where we don't have guns and well, that's, you know, I'll never live in the states again, so I don't really have a voice. Um, but, you know, I grew up with guns in the house as you probably did too, if I'm no, we didn't have any guns, but I mean, I grew up in Texas, and a lot of our friends had guns. And come on, Steve, I certainly... you didn't have a BB gun? 
No, I didn't. Or a 22, 22 didn't rival? Didn't have any of that stuff. Huh. I, 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 now, I will say that I earned plenty of marksman awards mm-hmm. and, and shot my fair share of arms, but I never owned one. Oh, okay. And, but, I mean, I, I've never been uh, opposed to people having them. I think, I think some of the, the checks are, are wise, um, but that's just prudent. Right, 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 right. Well, you know, you'll you read these stories, you know, especially like a lot of the wives, you know, they don't want any guns around because of the kids, you know. Yeah, but if you go ahead, the ammo separately, you lock the trigger, you put it in a safe, boom. Well, statistically speaking, more children drown in a swimming pool each year than are killed by a gun. Okay. Oh yeah. And the mother has no problem. Letting a child go over to a friend's house that has a swimming pool in the backyard. Well, not even that. I mean, you you look at the number of drownings that you have with swimming pools. When I was growing up, we didn't have all this legislation for a fence around the pool with a locking gate. No, you know, you you watch your kid. Yeah. You make yeah. sure the door's locked. Right. And when the kid got well, when we got too close to the pool, we got our ass kicked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and you learn not to go near the pool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I I loved growing. I'm I'm glad I grew up at that time. Well, no, I I, I completely agree. I mean, I, I really think that kids today in in the United States really don't have it as good as we did. Because I remember, I mean, and certainly there are a lot more dangers out there now as opposed to when we were younger. But I remember. Well, go ahead. Well, no, I mean because. Because more people have vehicles, uh, people are, are, I would say, shadier. Well, than... I'm wondering, this comes back to what I was saying before, is it really that much worse than it was? Or is it we're just hearing more about it now? Well, I think it's a combination. I think it is worse than it was, and we are hearing more of it as well. Because mm. I think it's easier to disseminate news. Right. Um, it, I, I wouldn't say that the problems of today were completely absent when we were younger. Right. But, um, you know, I, I would certainly say that in certain areas, there has been an increase in crime over the years. So there's more problems. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, I remember, you know, we, we had the, the weird perverted guy in the neighborhood that we weren't around, weren't allowed to be around, you know, don't walk by that house, cross the street when you go up down there. You know? Well, I I even remember walking to school when I was in second grade or first grade rather first grade, mm-hmm. and and I would say very few parents would allow their children to walk oh. a half mile or a mile at that age. No way, no way. Yeah, there was a there was a bakery right down the street from our apartment, and my friend Barry and I would leave the leave the house leave my apartment every morning. He would walk over to my apartment. I'd come down. We'd go down to the bakery, get our donuts and our chocolate milk, and we'd walk to school, which is probably a good half mile or a mile away, you know. And mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. That wouldn't that wouldn't fly today. No, that wouldn't fly not. today. But and I remember when I was like ten or twelve years old, I had like a part time job with old Mister Wrist in the uh, in the little local one man grocery, mm. you know. And like butcher shop slash neighborhood grocery store, you know? Well, we never had any of that out west. 
but when I did visit my grandparents in Chicago, they certainly had those. And, and I always thought that was really nice. Mm. Always remind me of who was it, Al from the Brady Bunch, mm-hmm. Alice's boyfriend, the, yep. the local local butcher. Al the butcher, sure. Yeah, you know, I'd, uh, you know, we'd go to school and oh, oh, you had to play Fonzie and Pinky. Oh, I remember Fonzie. Yeah, Happy Days. Yeah, uh, Laverne and Shirley. Uh huh. Mark and Mindy. Uh huh. All, all in the same television universe. That's right. Uh, <coughs> sorry about that. Um, yeah, actually, Mark and Mindy was a spinoff from Happy Days, wasn't it? That it was. That's right. He showed up on Happy Days originally, and didn't he, didn't he freeze Fonzie or something? He, yeah, the, the the battle of the what was it the the A and whatever the Nanu Nanu. Yeah, something something like that. Yeah, Nanu Nanu. Nanu Nanu. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Uh, what about toys from the '70s, Steve? Toys. Trying to think. Um, the big I, the oh, big wheel, yeah, with 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 the spin out lever thing on the side, right? And then the tire would always have that one flat spot that you, <laughs> yes. that you wore down from slamming the brake on. Oh yeah, <laughs> race down, race down the driveway as fast as you could, and then just turn and yank on that 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 handbrake as much as you could. Right, right, spin out. Um, yeah, it had the you know the sit and spin as well. Mm-hmm. The green right. machine. The green machine. Ne- never had a green machine. Uh, I think I had a friend that had a green machine. Uh, light bright. Light bright, sure, 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 sure. Uh, uh, what's the one? The etch a sketch. Yeah, I only had. I think I never had like a full size one. Um, I just downloaded for the iPad the game of life. Oh. Uh, the board game, the game of life, the iPad, and Joe and I have been playing that. Now, can, can since it's on the iPad, can you play that one player? You can play it one player, and you can play with up to six different computer players. Okay, is is it free? No, it is not free. Oh, damn! But it's one of those things like you know, we need a new game. So my my wife and I have enjoyed playing a lot of board games on on the iPad. Now, uh, obviously, you've got Monopoly. No, because I hate Monopoly. Oh, really? Why is that? I, I just find it incredibly boring. <laughs> I do. I just have no patience for it. I used to play it when I was a kid. Like even Risk, I, I love the strategy of Risk. I just don't have the patience for it. Okay. Um, but I'll sit back and play Cribbage, and I'll play Backgammon. And prior to this, we were playing Gin. Um, we even play Mealborn sometimes. But uh, we play Life. The the game we play most often now is Ticket to Ride. But um, yeah, uh, we play a lot of games. My favorite game from the seventies, and I wish they would make an app for this because mm-hmm. I would buy it in a heartbeat. Was a game called Bonkers. Bonkers. Was, you played that? Yes. I love that game. That game was awesome. Yep. Uh, the the game, I, well, you know, I I think Monopoly was my favorite, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and uh, Scrabble. See, I, I can't see word patterns, so I suck at that game. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love Scrabble. Actually, you know, that was, to be totally honest, in the all the years that Tomoko and I have been together, mm-hmm. the biggest fight that we've ever had <laughs> came from a Scrabble game. Oh, no. And this was this was like... 
it was on the verge of breaking us up. The fight was so bad. What did this, you this, do, Jim? This is before I kicked her ass. <laughs> um, no, you know, like I, I would correct her spelling or something. Um, she's, she's got a really high pride, right? And I'd be like, no, that's not how you spell that. And then I'd, you know, try to help her, right? And I'm trying to help her, but, you know, she'd get really pissed yeah. off and um, it just, it escalated and escalated and escalated to, to she stormed out. And I didn't think she'd ever call me again. We, like I said, we were still dating at the time. Um, and, and Tomoko, well, you've met us. You've known us for a long time. Tomoko and I do not fight. No, no. Yeah. See, see, Joe and I will play Scrabble or Words with Friends, and I just do it. I, I, you know, I I'm happy if I can score 100 points, you know? Right. If, if, if it's beyond three letters, I just can't see the pattern. I'll be playing Words with Friends, and then Joe's looking over my shoulder. I'll make a play. She goes... You could have scored more points. I'm like, where? Where? I don't see anything. Just oh, here. right here. Quiz. See the you, the U, the I, and the Z there, Steve. That's quiz. I, Put I, on I that ES you. over there. I got to ask you a, another question. Sure. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Oh, Linda Carter, maybe. Linda Carter. Linda Carter. Oh yeah. And ISIS. Isis and, of course, Captain Marvel, Shazam. Yeah, Shazam, sure. Billy Batson. Billy Batson. Yeah. And riding around with his mentor in a Winnebago. Right, right, right. If that wasn't some <laughs> weird. <laughs> I'm going to ride around the country with my mentor. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. Come here, Billy. Come here, Billy. And He's we're 65 and I'm 15. <laughs> this isn't gay. <laughs> oh. Oh man! Uh, and then no, greatest American hero, greatest American hero, uh, William that was McCallum. probably 80s. That was 80s. Uh, speaking of that, the old Tarzan. Tarzan? Uh, yeah. Like Johnny Weissmuller Tarzan? Yeah. That's like 30s and 40s stuff. No, 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 no. not Johnny Weissmuller. Uh, what's his name? Um, he was the first host of Name That Tune. Oh, I have to look this he, up. He played Tarzan. He, oh, yeah. He was also Doc Savage, Man of Bronze. No, no idea. I mean, I know that Tom Selleck was the Marlboro Man. Um, no, I'll get this. Oh, maybe this is 19, 1966. No, it can't be right. Who is this? Tarzan, Tarzan. Lord, uh, yeah, Tarzan, Lord of the Jungle, 1976-1980. How about Baba Black Sheep? Baba Black Sheep. Uh, was that uh, Black Sheep Squadron? Robert, that was Robert Conrad. Robert Conrad. Robert Conrad. No, that's the not, animation. Knock the battery off my shoulder. Go ahead, I dare you. <laughs> right, 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 right. And how about some of those old movies from back at that time? Ron Eli. Ron Eli, yeah, I know who you're talking. Real cheesy looking dude, right? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> well, some of the movies, okay. So, you know, Star Wars nineteen seventy seven, Smoking the Bandit, Cannonball Run. Uh. Gosh. Um Prior to that, one of my favorite movies of all time, mm-hmm. um, Doctor Strange Love, mm-hmm. Airplane. God, okay, good movies. How about this? Name this movie, Steve. I'm gonna take my left foot and put it up against the right side of your face, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. I have no idea. Billy Jack. Never saw it. 
Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Never saw it. He Never was this, it. he was this rogue Irish Indian. <laughs> no. uh, I can name that tune in one note. Oh yeah. Well, and here here's a here's another story. So in the nineteen eighties they revived the show. And I was in seventh or eighth grade at the time, and we went down there to the taping of Name That Tune. Mm. Uh, we're sitting we're sitting in the audience, and I forgot who the host was, but he he gives out the clue, and everyone in the audience knows it. And the the guys, you know, the Mendo guys say, you know, it blew my mind when those old dudes could say, I can name that tune in one note. Well, this is what the guy said. And he's like, I can name that tune in in three notes. And the guy, right. the other the other guy didn't know what song it was either. So they play the tune and the guy balks. He has no idea what it was. And the other guy had no idea what it was. And like, and before the host could say the answer, some idiot in the answer goes, are you freaking kidding me? It's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, then they had to cut and like do the whole thing over again. It's like, oh my gosh. The one yeah, time I- on that show, I actually knew the answer. <laughs> Was that uh? Who was that? Who was the host? Was that John Harlan? No, no. Ronnie Lowe was the original host with uh, Kathy Lee Githard as as the singer, but I can't remember who who was the replacement host in the nineteen eighties. Jim 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 Fowers. No, but Jim Jim something. I remember. I remember that the the lead prize was a was a Fiat. Oh, nice. No, 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 no. Fiero. Pontiac Fiero, a legit outlaw, night, He-Man. That's that's 1980s, but yes, I remember watching that as well. Oh, yeah, Saturday morning cartoons, you had to watch He-Man. He-Man, and had Masters to. of the Universe. Uh-huh. And Super Friends? Super Friends, yeah. Um, the American editions of uh, Gotcha Man, so Battle of the Planets and Star Blazers. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch the, lo- the live-action version of Star Blazers? Or no, I didn't. Space Battleship Yamato? Nope. You might enjoy that. I probably would. I actually, uh, I, I found it online and watched it online. And uh, Joe, what my j- wife Joe, was actually good enough to watch it with me, and she thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm. Now that that brings me to a point. You sent me a movie two Christmases ago. I did. Yeah, you sent me a link to a movie. And you were you asked my opinion because Joe just didn't get it. Which movie was that? Um, it was a Christmas movie. Uh, oh shit! Oh, sorry guys, I didn't mean to curse on here. Um, uh, Christmas movie. Christmas movie. Scrooge? No. No, you sent me something. It, it was like this is something that you have to watch during Christmas season. And Joe. Oh, just, oh a Christmas story. Was it a Christmas story? I think this one was sort of a cheesy comedy. Mm. But it wasn't Home Alone, I don't think. No, Joe loves Home Alone. I've still yet to see Home Alone. Boy, you just, Uh, I have no idea. Time flies. It'll it'll come across sometime. (laughs) Yeah, you know, people out here, uh, uh, George Hamilton. Why did my, why did my. Zorro, Zorro the Gay Blade. Oh, Zorro. Yeah, I had to love Zorro, right? Uh, Slim Goodbody. Oh, man. Look at that. 
Oh, you know, the other thing on uh, on uh, Saturday mornings. Conjunction, junction. Oh, well, yeah, the Saturday morning uh, English. Cool House Rock. Magazine. Yeah. Those are outstanding. Do you ever watch, uh, what was the name of the show? Bring up the list here before <laughs> I forget it. Um, oh, The Incredible Hulk, Lou Frigno. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With Eddie's father. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, before that. What about mm-hmm. uh, the the $6 million man? And the oh, sure, sure, sure. We will, we will repair him. Bigger, stronger, faster. faster. Yeah. yeah. The technology. Uh, I used to have such a thing for Lindsay Wagner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, they did, a, they did a remake of The Bionic Woman, and that actually pretty sucked. Oh, that was horrible. That was horrific. Uh, I had yeah. such high hopes for it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Steve Austin, $6 million man, and then he went into that Stuntman TV show. Yeah. What what was that called? Um, the Fall Guy. The Fall Guy. Fall. That actually, I think, lasted four seasons in the 1980s. Yeah, yeah. That, it didn't do too bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I'll um, always be the Colonel Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Matt, barely alive. Is he still alive? I guess he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, even in the 1970s, uh, it was a Gil Gerard, Buck Rogers in the 25th century. Right, 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 Buck Rogers. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, the original, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I had all the spaceships. You know, like that big... The big Galactica. I had think I think I had a Viper, and that was that was about it from that. Uh, of course, 1977 was also Greece, the film mm-hmm. Greece. So we saw that. Did you see the clip that was put up the other day on YouTube? Somebody, or sorry, not YouTube, but on Facebook, somebody posted uh, uh, John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John at a recent concert doing oh, their, their Greece the, the, song. It was good. It was really really good. You know, you know, you know, thirty thirty five years later. I didn't see that clip. I have seen a clip of them singing recently together, but not necessarily that one. Um, but yeah, no, God, so many good movies back then. The original Alien. Mm-hmm. That was a fantastic film. Yeah. yeah uh, it's, it's, still, it's still bugging me, this Christmas movie that Joe doesn't get. Hmm. You, actually, you actually, you sent me a link and you told me, you asked me my opinion, and then I made Tomoko watch it. And she didn't get it either. And <laughs> you and I were both like communists, a lot of them. You know, <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, it's going to bug me now. It was some Christmas movie. Oh, and I don't, I don't think it was Jimmy Stewart because that's no, this was, no. This is something a little more modern. <sighs> anyway. But, you know, but then again, you know, Tomoko never got Caddyshack. Oh, my gosh. That was a brilliant movie. Yeah, you know, she just, you know, I, I, it, it hurts, it hurts well, me that I can't watch that with her. Well, Joe, I, I made, I made uh, Joe watch uh, Young Frankenstein, right? And and she didn't get that one either. <laughs> well, I'm like, this is gold. This is gold. Oh Blazing, my! Blazing saddles. Mm-hmm. I've I've got that on DVD downstairs. God, I love that movie. Such a good film. The original Shining, Jack mm-hmm. Nicholson. Yeah, Duvall. yeah. yeah it, it hasn't been too long since I then, since I think probably within the last year I watched that. And see, that's one of the things I, I really. I mean, there are some really good television shows out now, mm-hmm. but when I look back over time, 
I mean, really, I would say the quality shows, I think there are more to pick from from the 1950s, 60s, and 70s, and even into the 80s, than from the 90s and even the oh, last sure, decade. Oh, sure, sure, sure. And, and isn't, just, that why, isn't that why they call that like the golden era of TV too, right? Well, I mean, absolutely. But I mean, it just, why, why can't there be a significant number of great dramas or great comedies out there that stand the test of time? You know, why are they all 40, 50 years ago? Because I'll go back and I'll watch Mr. Ed. I mean, it, it was, it was... It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I was just, you know, come on now. <laughs> it's funny, you know. We were watching this like less than a month ago. I pulled up Mr. Ed. Tomoko was wanting to do something about the Year of the Horse, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yeah, use Mr. Ed." And she's like, "Who's Mr. Ed?" And I said, "Oh, you got to see this." And I went searching. You know, horse is a horse, of course. Of course, of course. And, and, and um, never heard of a talking horse. That was another one. You know, that was another one. She was just like, "This is stupid." I was like, no, it's not. It's great. What was stupid? What was stupid was my mother, the car, (laughs) the car or the attack of the killer tomatoes. Oh, gosh. And the original blob. Oh, God. I want to say, see, I think I really think, you know, was it uh, Dr. Y. Jin? I I think it was a Christmas story. It had to be a Christmas story. Because I don't think Joe Joe got that. Because I think that's one of the most epic Christmas movies. That's like the only Christmas. The only there's only two Christmas movies I watch. Okay. Christmas Story and Die Hard. Okay. Maybe Scrooged. Right. That's pretty much about it. Christmas Story. That's Dickens, right? No. Um. Christmas story is, you know, little, little, what's his name? Wants the BB gun, the Red Rider BB gun. You're thinking of Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. So anyway, BB gun. Yeah. You should try out kid. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. That could have been it. Anyway, it's all, it's all, it's all good. It's all good. Sure. Sure. Um, now, uh, some of the other films from back at that time, Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry. Never saw it. <gasps> Steve, did you did you really watch TV back at that time? I, I did. I did. Okay. Um, well, obviously, you had to see the Planet of the Apes series when they came out. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Loved yeah. those. Didn't miss any of those. No, watched all of them. And, you know, you never missed a Saturday morning or a Saturday afternoon on the sofa when Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or even you know, Sunday evenings, Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, Wild Kingdom. and, and uh, the Wonderful World of Disney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God, I forgot about that. The Wild Kingdom, that was uh, Merle, Merle, Merle Perkins. Merle Perkins. And Jim Fowler, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, while Jim's out here in the bush wrestling this 14-foot alligator, I'll sit back here in this safe Jeep with the 40-06. Yeah. And then there was, what was the uh, Jacques Cousteau? The old Jacques Cousteau specials, yeah. Oh, even, even, what was it, um, Sea Hunt, uh, Mm -hmm. was uh, Time Tunnel, uh, Fantastic yeah, Voyage, all the Erwin Erwin Allen shows, Lost in Space, Lost in Space, nice. 
Now they That's did a funny. movie version of that with God, that was awful. Yeah. Well, I, well, Michael Hurt. What, what, my, no, William Hurt was was the lead, and Heather Graham was in it as well, and it was horrible. Gary Oldman was in it as Doctor Smith. Uh, that's right. You know that. Yeah, some things just shouldn't be touched. Yeah. Well, no, you could have done that in a very good way. That was trivia fact. That was my very first DVD, Lost in Space. Oh, really? Because when I bought my DVD, that was the free one that came with it. My DVD player. That was the free one that came with it. Nice. Now, do you uh, do you remember the first VHS movie you watched? I do not remember the first VHS movie we watched. Um, we had an old top loader, plug-in remote, mm-hmm. either play or pause. Um, or if you were recording, you could pause while you were recording as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't rent, we didn't pay to rent videos. We actually checked them out from the library. Okay. And that's how we watched Alien for the first time. It was pizza night, Sunday evening. And when the alien exploded from the, from the abdomen, mm-hmm. that's when pizza was served. Nice. I will never forget that. Now I I can I can very clearly remember the first videotape that I watched and it was under the same exact circumstances the top loader with them big funky buttons and the wired remote um the first movie I watched was 9 to 5 Oh wow <laughs> Dolly Parton Dolly and Parton Jane Fonda and, and uh, um, uh, uh, Lily Tomlin Lily Tomlin Danny Coleman Yeah God, that was a good. Oh, that was so good. Great movie. You know, I may. You know, when we finish here tonight, I may actually go pull that up online and watch it. I may be Joe Wise. That was a fan, fantastic film. Hello, yeah. Kevin. Oh, that was a fantastic. Oh my gosh, that was a fantastic film. Are you getting comments that I'm not getting? Okay. Yeah. Kevin Crocker. Okay. Forty-nine seconds. Uh, Doctor Wyjen, that Lost in Space movie remake was so bad. I think I think it's dry gin, isn't it? Dry gin. Oh, oh, okay, dry gin. I think sure. that's what I've always called. Sure. Oh, I'll, I'll hear with that. It's a single word, dry gin. Usually pronounced dry gin. Everybody gets it wrong. Ha ha. Uh, I didn't. The Flintstones, uh, walking casino. The Flintstones. How could you? you know, Scooby Doo. Uh, time bandits and flight of the navigator from the eighties. I remember those. Scooby Doo cartoons. I remember those Saturday mornings. Oh yeah. Gosh. I'm trying to think. What else did I watch? That I think it's pretty much the sum total. There are a few other like one I mean, I remember watching Man of Atlantis when it was on for its oh, half season or the one season that. with Patrick Duffy. Patrick Duffy, yeah, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Bobby Ewing. Um, Mr. Nowhere Man, I'm gonna have to punch him in the throat here. He says, John Travolta and Uma Thurming dancing in Pulp Fiction is way more amusing than Grease. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Pulp Fiction. I think that's one of the best movies ever made. But dude, Grease, you don't mess with it. Grease is the word, man. Yeah, (laughs) Grease is the word. That's right. Yeah, you don't mess with Grease. Especially if you grew up at that time, you know. They they had Grease over at the Covedale Theater in Cincinnati, and my sister would drag me over there 
every single weekend. And this is when movies sat in the theaters for six months. Yeah, that was it was a fantastic film. Fantastic film. Yeah. No, I loved yeah. I love that. Now my favorite my favorite movie of all time is uh, unfortunately from the eighties and not the seventies, but First Blood. Oh, that was a great film. Yeah, that was First, a, mm. First Blood. You, you, that's like the classic. That's nothing. Nothing tops it. Best action film ever. Mm. For me. For you. See, so, yeah. I, I, I still like Die Hard. I think that's just a lot of fun. Yeah, I yeah. John Rambo. John Rambo. They drew first blood. That's they right. Drew first blood. Yeah, I'm gonna wear my fucking legs. So much for keeping the uh, the podcast clean this week. <laughs> hey, that that was a quote. I didn't say it. One other one other film I really did enjoy from from that time period was uh, the Rocky, the first two Rocky films. Mm-hmm. Wasn't so much. Rocky three and four, but uh, Rocky one and two, I really did enjoy airplane as well. I, I just watched airplane two nights ago. I made Tom go watch it. And another one, she just, you know, doesn't get it. (laughs) Joe doesn't. Over, over Roger. Roger, Victor, Victor. Right, right, right. right. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me. Surely. <laughs> yeah, I I pulled Tom. You got to watch this. And, no, didn't fly. No, it's a fantastic film. And, you know, even though, uh, see, I just go back there. I mean, I can still when, when when my friend John was here in, I guess two years ago. I think I think the, no, the November before you guys came over in, in December. Mm-hmm. He had never seen Cannonball Run, and. He's just about to turn 30. I'm like, oh, you got to sit down and watch this movie. This is an awesome film. And he loved it. And Joe's just sitting there rolling her eyes. Ah, again. So the third time you've maybe watched this movie. <laughs> you, Yeah, that's another one. That's another all-time classic that you can just never. When, <clears throat> excuse me, when we got Hulu here, mm-hmm. I was going through just to see what they had for movies. And the first movie I watched on Hulu was Cannonball Run. See, I think I need to pull up Cannonball and Cannonball 2 again and just have a good time. Yeah. You know, Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise are just, you know, in <laughs> the, you know, well, the, the combination. Whole cast, the yeah. whole cast. And that's one of the things that you really don't see these days. You don't see that kind of caliber ensemble cast. I uh, think the last movie that you had of that we're going back to was it traffic that drug movie where every you know, Don Cheadle and all everybody was interweaved. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Love actually had a great ensemble cast, but nothing, nothing like like Cannibal Runner and some some of the big disaster movies from the seventies, the the big uh, Poseidon Adventures, Towering Inferno, and we had every single major star in existence in the single film because mm. you, they didn't need that huge budget for their salaries anymore. That's true. That's true. It's a mad, 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 mad world. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Fantastic movie. All, all star cast there. Um, you know, in cannonball, I don't, I think it's the first one. Uh, that's the one where Dean and Sam, you're driving the Ferrari, right? Yes, they're the priests. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna bless me with these bleeds. 
when, when they get when they get to the final roadblock and they're then uh Burt Reynolds and Dean Martin are going at it with each other. And oh. Dean Martin calls Sammy Davis the chocolate monk. <laughs> but you and the chocolate monk here. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, that was such a good movie. Um next time, next time. Presbyterians. Presbyterians. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, I tell you what, Steve, we're about an hour and ten minutes here. All right, let's wrap things up, sir. And I am roasting like a potato in here. Well, roasting, yeah. and I think, I think my cool tooth is cracked. That is not good. I saw you playing around with that. Yeah, something feels weird. That's what she said. Yeah. I have to go down and check that out. I don't feel like going to the dentist. All righty. Well, I tell you what, let me pull this up. I got a little thing here. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for listening to Mully's Place podcast this week. As usual, if you're wanting to keep up with us via social media, uh, you can find all links to everything over at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, yada, yada, over at www.mullysplace.com. Uh, I'd also like to request that if you are enjoying the podcast, and if you have an extra second, head on over to iTunes and or Stitcher and leave a comment and rating for us just so we can uh, see where we're standing. Um, I want to thank Steve for a uh, last-minute invitation and jumping in here with me tonight. It wasn't very organized, but, you know, we were just, just chatting. That's what it was supposed to be. And, uh, Steve, have you got anything you want to leave with? Sure. I mean, I, Jim, anytime. I mean, this was a lot of fun just to sit back and, and chat about topics that we both enjoy. And mm-hmm. if anyone is out there wants to know about more what's happening in Asia, check out Asian News Weekly. Every Friday, there's a digest of the region's biggest stories. And every Monday and Wednesday, you can have stories that affect the Asia-Pacific region. Sometimes they're interviews, sometimes they're news, sometimes it's just stories about the area. All righty. And I guess that's about it, right? That does it for me. All right, guys. Well, everybody check out Steve's uh, podcast over there in Asian News Weekly. And uh, we will leave it at that. So this is Molly. And this is Steve. Keep it between the lines.